Hello, everybody. This is Brett Kelly, um, starting my very first podcast. I never thought I'd be doing something like this, but let alone it, uh, what is actually 3.16 in the morning. Uh, I'm not much of a sleeper at night, but here I am. Um, I thought I would talk a little bit about my film career, such as it is, and such as it was, and kind of talk about, uh, you know, just um, my story, uh, get a lot of things off my chest, and kind of... Uh, you know, exercise some demons as well as just kind of maybe offer some insight that, um, that some aspiring filmmakers or actors or something like that might want to learn about. So, um, you know, let's see where this goes. So, uh, the first thing I want to talk about in this one is, uh, origins essentially where I, how I got started doing all this sort of thing, making films and, and all that stuff. So it started for me, um, I wanted to be an actor. That was kind of my, my deal. I was a young man and in the nineties and I thought, uh, you know, I want to be, I want to be an actor before that I'd played in rock bands in the early nineties. I played in uh, glam rock bands with some friends of mine. And then I still wanted to create and tell stories and stuff. So I wanted, I figured I'd be an actor. My first acting headshot still has me with a long rocker hair and stuff. Um, but I started by, um, the, with theater, I, I started going into uh, doing community theater was my first thing. And I remember my first community theater experience was um, uh, at Canada Theater here in Canada. Canada is a suburb of Ottawa in Canada. And at Canada Theater, I had wanted to get in and didn't know how. So I, I called them up on the phone, which is something you did back then. And I asked, how do I get to be an actor? And they said, well, you, you, you need to volunteer for stuff. So I volunteered to do some uh, some crew stuff. I was moving sets around and things like that. And, um, and then finally, a uh, opportunity came up to be in a Christmas play. And I auditioned for this lovely lady, um, Anne-Marie Koppel. And it was for a show called A Christmas Adventure. And it was a kid's play, a pantomime. And I auditioned for the role of Jack from Jack and Jill. And I got cast and I was so excited. I remember walking home and I was, you know, Rocky, uh, like Rocky Balboa. I was like, you know, fist bumping the sky. So excited about, about it. It's kind of funny in retrospect. It was, it was, you know, kind of a small thing. And I was playing Jack and I was probably 20 or 21 or something. And the girl that was playing Jill was like 12. So it was a little bit silly, but I was on stage and I was acting and I was super excited and rehearsing was fun and I loved it. And then I had gone on to be in a play called It Runs in the Family, which was a, a British farce, a Ray Cooney farce. Um, and I had played a punk rocker, which was funny because I still looked like, you know, a rocker at the time. I wore my own clothes and they just sprayed my hair red and spiked it up. And uh, that was a riot. It was a good time. It was, you know, um, playing for big crowds and getting a lot of laughter. And it was, I met a lot of great people. And so basically, Canada Theater was my home for many, many years, and I'm still a member. And um, my son just recently did a show there. So, you know, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree, as they say. So that was how I got started. And then I decided I wanted to also be in films, but there was not really any films happening in Ottawa at the time. Nobody was making independent film. Um, you know, video wasn't a thing. Like it was, I mean, people had um, high eight video cameras. And that was about it. Like, but you know, people use them for weddings and stuff. Nobody was making independent films. And, um, 
so I was t- I decided to take TV broadcasting at Algonquin College. So I signed up for that so I could learn basically how to use cameras and lights and editing and all that other sort of thing. And this is like 90, 96 maybe. Um, so I was learning all that stuff and it, you know, there was no digital anything. It was all, you know, decks and patch cables and, and things like that. Um, and like I said, it was a high eight video. And so I decided that using my student card, I would take out some, uh, equipment and this would be my first foray into trying to direct something myself. So I'd taken out a camera and a lighting kit and I was going to do this, uh, vampire story I had made like just a short and it was really pretentious and everything, but I thought I'd film it. So I got my friend Jody Hawk who I'd gone to high school with and I forget there must've been somebody else. Maybe I know I was definitely in it, but I can't remember if there was anybody else. And on my front lawn, we filmed this thing and we got maybe 15 minutes into filming. And then all of a sudden all three light bulbs had exploded. Um, <laughs> Cause it was so cold outside. And then I had to go back to school on the Monday and explain what happened. To the lights. Apparently, I was the only person up to that point who had ever exploded three light bulbs. So that was funny. So I, that wasn't really much of a success as far as directing goes. Um, I'm recording this on my phone, and I'm hoping this all is working all right. Um, anyway, I guess uh, if it is not, you'll never hear this anyway. So anyway, um, so that vampire thing never quite worked out, and um. Yeah, so then after, so I learned some stuff uh, in TV broadcasting. I'd done a thing. Tom Tom Green was in, he's from Ottawa, and he had been doing a, his TV show locally before. This is before he was a MTV guy. And I did a, a thing with him on, on video that I have. Um, so, and it's r- ridiculous and stupid, but I do still have it on video, I believe. Um Gosh, I haven't seen it in a while, though. I must have it on VHS. I, it's funny. I have a box full of, you know, uh, U-Matic tapes and and uh, stuff from my college, but I, there's no way to play them anymore. Like, all that stuff is obsolete. But I must have it on VHS somewhere. Anyway, I digress. Um, so then we get into around uh, 90, maybe 98, something like that. 98, 99. I think it was 98, though. And I was doing a play at Canada Theater, and I had a rehearsal. No, I'm sorry. It was a. I think we were up and running in front of an audience. I can't remember what play it was. Um. And on my way to rehearsal, I had picked up a magazine called Alternative Cinema, and it was being published by Mike Rasso and his company uh, EI EI Independent Cinema. I think is what they were called at the time. And so it was a magazine, and I'm flipping through this magazine in in, in the rehearsal room, or sorry, in the uh, dressing room of the theater, and I'm seeing that there are all, this whole the entire magazine is full of independent movies that are on VHS. Like this is the '90s, so and but these guys who are you know no no more or less experienced than me, really, um, or you know slightly more experienced than me, were making videos movies feature films on video and releasing them on video cassette with distribution deals and some of them are even getting into blockbusters and stuff i was completely blown away i couldn't believe this was a thing so i thought well you know i want to do that i i could i could do that so um i remember the magazine i had if you ever come across it was the alternative cinema that had dinosaur valley girls on the front cover 
I still have the magazine. Um, I started collecting it after that. And I was reading the names of these guys, like people inside who's, uh, you know, like names like J.R. Bookwalter and Kevin Lindenmuth and, um, you know, Ron Ford and, um, you know, you know, Mike Rasso, obviously, and, and names of people. I'm like, wow, these are, these guys must really know what they're doing. Todd Sheets, I think was in there as well. And, uh, Ron Bonk and, and stuff like that. So I was all really impressed that you could do such a thing. So I thought, well, I'm going to do that. I'm going to make myself a film and I'm going to get it out on VHS and I'm going to, that's how I'm going to, that's how I'm going to get my start as an actor, you know, in these films type of films. And, um, so I'd really wanted to do, um, Oh, just before this, I, I started, to, I did a couple of shorts, I think. Um, or was it before or after anyway, around this time I'd done some shorts, um, that we called Spacemen, Go-Go Girls, and the True Meaning of Christmas. Me and my friend Jody Pittman, we had uh, decided we were going to do films together. He was going to do the camera, I was going to do the acting, and it was going to kind of work out like that. We'd both direct. And um, so the Spacemen shorts we did um, not very well. I mean, they were kind of awful. I also done a short film. My very first ever short film was something called Clowning Around, which uh, turned out to be – it ended up getting released on um, – I want to say the Feral Man DVD eventually, but anyway, it came out on one of my early DVDs, maybe the Bone Setter, but I can't remember. So my very first thing was clowning around, and then we did these spacemen things, and they were all, like I said, on uh, uh, High Eight video, um, not even VHS. It was High Eight. It was before. Anyway, um, so where was I? Oh, so in around ninety eight, ninety nine, something like that we had decided we were going to do a movie. So um, we wanted to do a film noir and we had started writing it. It was going to be called kiss me or kill me. But then we were looking at this catalog and, and basically doing our research and found that, you know, no one was going to put out a film noir. So everything that was going on at the time was what I could best describe as uh, like lesbian vampire or erotic vampire films, like caress of the vampire and all these things were essentially, it was like, sexy girls on the cover with vampire fangs. And that seemed to be what was being made at the time. So I thought, all right, well, that's what we're going to do. We're going to do something like that. And that'll be an easy sell. So I had come up with a thing called night songs and it was going to be an anthology. But at the time I had no idea, you know, some of the, the fundamentals about making a feature. Like I didn't know that, you know, the page, a page of script equals one minute of film type rule. I didn't understand that. So our script was about, you know, 30 pages or something like that. Something silly. And it was an anthology and it was so bad. It was, it's atrocious. Um, you know, the shots don't make sense. I mean, there's no, we, everything you could do wrong. I mean, um, all the rules, the line of access and, you know, all the editing things. Like, I mean, we broke every rule just trying to do it cause we didn't really know what we were doing. Um, and I acted in every one of the shorts, which was dumb and pretentious and egotistical. <laughs> and each one of the stories was pretentious and tried to not only be, not only have pretty girls in it with fangs, but it also tried to tell messages, which is like a horrible mistake. Anyway, it comes off as this pretentious, dumb, semi-erotic, but not really um, vampire thing. And it was called, like I said, it was called uh, Night Songs which I incidentally named after a Cinderella record, which Cinderella is a, a hair band, a, a glam rock band that I liked. Um, so I called the movie Night Songs. 
we had some cool cool poster art and it turned out to be maybe maybe 40 minutes long and um then right after that oh it must have been after that we did the spaceman stuff so we did the spaceman stuff and then um we put those together as well so we made these two little vhs's one was night songs and one was spaceman go go girls and the true meaning of christmas and i had submitted them to um i found another magazine called Vampirotica, which was being put out by hugh gallagher i believe and they had a catalog in the back where they were selling movies was it no it was draculina that's what it was called no wait yeah, it was Draculina, I believe. Vampirotica was this comic book. At any rate, I think it was Draculina, and they had a um, catalog in the back where they sold movies and stuff. And they put out a catalog every year. So, And this was like paper catalogs because this is still the 90s. So I actually got them to distribute Night Songs and the Spaceman VHS tapes. So that was my first distribution. My first taste of distribution was uh, being sold through the back of the, through this catalog, which I still have the catalog. It's a... It was pretty neat. Um, it was my first taste at any sort of like what I deemed success at the time. Um, I also learned a valuable lesson uh, about getting actors to sign release forms because a, a, a woman had been in the Spaceman movies and she had uh, she was all excited and everything like that. And then when the movie came out, she saw it was in this catalog and they also sold other erotic vampire films. And her husband apparently took offense that the spaceman movie, which was perfectly tame, um, was for sale in this catalog. So she was like, you know, threatening to sue me if I didn't, if I, uh, sold it through the catalog. And I said, all right, well, I'll just edit you out then. And she was stunned that I could do such a thing. So I did it, but you know, there's a lesson to be learned. Always get a release form signed. So anyway, um, that was my first kind of taste of, of uh distribution making a film and getting it distributed on vhs back in 9899 so i guess um i was at kind of at the tail end of what became the uh shot on video kind of uh i don't know if it's a movement but you know the thing that started with uh you know like things like people like the polonias and stuff like that um and what's really cool is you know that's kind of how i got my start and um I would find myself working with some of the people I read about that magazine years later, like Mike Rasso, who published that magazine that inspired me, uh, ended up being my distributor for several films years down the road. I'm sure I'll get around to that maybe in one of these stories some other time. Um, and, you know, I'd worked with other, some of the people too. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, Ron Bonk ended up uh, just a few years ago. He, he was asking me if I had, you know, he was going to put one of my movies, the bone setter out on VHS and he asked if I had any kind of unique bonus feature that's never been seen before. And I said, well, I got night songs, which is this horrible piece of garbage I made. And he said, great. Uh, never been released. I'm like, no, you know, I think maybe 30 copies through this, this catalog. And uh, so he put it on as a bonus feature on a VHS, a limited edition VHS. He put out maybe in 2012 or 2014 or something like that. So night songs did get released again in the 21st century, but and more like escaped. It's not worth, not worth seeking out. I'll tell you that. Uh, not even for any cautionary reasons. It's just brutal. It's terrible. Um, but you know, it just, uh, I bring that up to mention that, you know, Ron being one of the names 
that I read about in those magazines. And then there was someone I ended up working with. So, um, yeah, so it's kind of neat how that all kind of all came around. So, um, that's, I guess what I'm going to talk, that's, you know, my story, sorry if I'm stammering a lot, it's like three 30 in the morning and I can't sleep. So I'm doing this podcast at any rate. Um, I think, um, if you guys want to hear any stories about anything in particular, if you have any questions about any movies or any, um, experiences or any just general questions about filmmaking, anything like that, feel free to, uh, drop me a note. I'm going to post this on, um, the great chance films and the Brett Kelly, um, Facebook pages. So you can ask me questions there in the comments below this, if you like. And, um, yeah. And I think next time, if, unless I hear, you know, anything to the contrary, I'll probably talk about how I started, um, you know, making films professionally. So, uh, thanks very much everybody. And thanks for listening and taking the time to listen to me babble about this stuff. And, uh, I'll uh, catch you on the next recording. Thanks.